and welcome to the World Champs Daily Special Edition of the Ski Racing Podcast with me, Ed Drake. So today saw the first chance for the athletes to claim World Championship glory with the women kicking it off in Super G. It was super windy today. They had to lower the start because of that wind. They actually had a guy guiding in the gondola to the top station. It was so windy. The set itself of the Super G was pretty good. It was quite fast at the top. Some big open swinging turns uh, and then a couple of real technical sections just into jumps that caught out a few races which we'll just cover a little bit later on. The snow itself is so cold out there it's become really really grippy. That does tend to happen when the temperatures get this low. So you're looking at about minus 15 snow temp at the moment which some of the athletes have found quite tricky to deal with. We've been used to not quite as low temperatures through the Alps for most of the winter and actually the winter snow that we've had in Europe is a little bit wetter so that it's been a bit icier, not been quite as aggressive underfoot. So the athletes having to deal with something slightly different today, which we touched on with the World Champs preview podcast that we did the other day. Also at the same time, because of where we are, it's very exposed up there. There's not a lot of tree cover. The wind is flying in. So by lowering the start means that we've got a little bit more shelter than that opening section of the track, which is pretty exposed. Uh, the floodlights are on because they're seeing some of the shady sections not having quite as much visibility as they would like. So all in all, they're trying to do their best to help the athletes and take you through a bit of a rundown through the action. Schifrin took the win today with Sophia Goggia just behind her in second, only two hundredths behind. And Corinne Suter of Switzerland picking up the last place on the podium, only five hundredths behind. You do tend to see close results when the piece is shorter when they've lowered the start so unsurprising we've got a very tight field but actually the top 10 separated by just over half a second and uh, Ilka Stuhetz who is in eighth place was only 0.026 of a second so um, just over a quarter of a second behind in eighth place meant that it was an amazing day of racing Sophia Goggia took the early lead from Bib 3. She put down a marvellous run, like only a few little mistakes, nothing too major. She skied nicely through the jumps. She was very committed to her skiing and charging like we're so used to seeing from her. And it sort of looked like that was going to be the end of it. Corinne Suter came down. She was very close. Victoria Riedensberg, who was one of Ben's early calls for a Super G win, in, uh, in some of the World Cups preceding these World Championships. She was only seven hundredths off in fourth place, so it seems incredibly tough for her to swallow that pill, being fourth and less than a tenth of a second behind. I guess the major talking point around it is Michaela Schifrin. She made a couple of little errors, but she was still so loose on her skis. We talked about it yesterday, with these conditions being a little bit more aggressive, potentially suiting somebody with a more downhill-based program behind them. But Schifrin just... She was super subtle on the skis. She made some beautiful turns into some of the tricky sections. She got away with one. She flew off one of the jumps towards the middle, just landed and snuck inside the gate. We sort of lost her behind a bit of a plume of snow, but she managed to hold that 200th advantage most of the way down, actually. So really tight racing. But Lindsay Vaughn not having the race day that she hoped on her last ever competition in Super G. She was skiing quite well at the top. She was only 800ths down at the first split she comes round some of these opening turns, some big swooping calves. She looked actually very comfortable. It didn't look like her knee was causing her too much effort. Again, she's strapped up with these big double knee braces. But she came round one of the turns and just was a little too aggressive. The skis bit underneath her a bit quicker than she'd anticipated. And she took a little bit of air off one of the rolls, which preceded a gate and actually jumped 
through the middle of the gate, the ski tips got caught up in the flag and obviously then sort of twisted her feet out from underneath her. It had a very, very heavy impact on her left side and then actually slammed into the A-nets and it looked quite serious at the time. She wasn't moving straight away. Lots of peace workers came down and, and doctors came to have a little look at her. The TV cameras cut to a break uh, and they started moving in sleds and we sort of feared the worst. That, that actually could have been the last race for Lindsay Vaughn. When we came back from the break, she was standing up with her skis on and, and sort of giving cr- the crowd a wave. She skied down to the bottom and was standing, hanging around in the finish area, so she didn't race off to get looked at or anything like that. So I think, actually, she had a bit of a lucky escape today. She was charging, which is what we wanted to see. We spoke about it again beforehand, that with the, all these injuries, whether she was going to be able to push, and she pushed really, really hard. A couple of other performances. Ben called Lara Goot for the win. She was actually down in ninth, 0.48 of a second off. So I called Goggia, Ben called Goot. Uh, he said a win is a win, and doesn't matter if it's 200th behind or not. So... Uh, Estela Detska, the Olympic Super G champion, disappointing day for her, back in 27th, just under three seconds off the pace, so uh, not what she'd had in mind coming off the back of, well, off the back of great Olympics, but not off the back of great World Cup form, so maybe we shouldn't be that surprised. And the best of the Swedes was down in 20th place. Lisa Hohenblad, who had a decent outing, just a little bit cautious, and then the light did come in. The early races, up until just before Schifrin, had clear blue skies, so had great visibility the whole way down. And when Schifrin came down, the clouds started to move in, so her run was sort of it was the start of the cloud and then basically after Von Crash who was the, the next racer out after Schifrin the cloud properly came in it was very flat light so the later runners having a real tough time compared to the opening guys and so congratulations to Michaela Schifrin for taking the opening win another incredible stat before this race in the last 15 races that Schifrin has done she's only missed the podium twice so now, last 16 races, she's missed the podium twice. It seems utterly ridiculous that she is that dominant across, across most disciplines. So a great day out for her and a great day of racing. Look forward to seeing the men battle the piste tomorrow. I was speaking to Jack Gower earlier and he was saying that the wind is expected to stay quite high. So they're hoping that they will be able to use the top start gate, the original starting position. But they are very ready to drop that start down to the reserve start, just like they did for the women, to make sure we get this race underway. That's all we've got time for right now. Join us again tomorrow as we will take you through the men's race. Goodbye for now. <laughs>